Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, squirrel friends. It's me, Alec Moppa. And it's your girl, Lonnie Love. Today is the day, Alec. We are starting our first episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. I'm so I'm excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, I think I want some time. Alec, I haven't seen you. I haven't worked with you. It's been at least 10 years. It was, it's been a really long time. We did a uh, we did a talk show together, and I've occasionally seen you at the occasional fundraiser. We did a fundraiser recently for uh, God's Love We Delivered on KTLA. Oh, Remember that's that? right. Yeah, I saw you backstage, and you told everybody, Alec Moffat hasn't changed. He's still a big mess. <laughs> But I love you, and I'm so excited to do this with you. Just a spoiler warning. We are talking about each episode Mm -hmm. of RuPaul's Mm -hmm. Drag Race Squirrel Friends. Uh, You know, so do it again. Do it again, Alec. (laughs) I'm already getting it wrong. I'm already. Listen, this... This episode is not without its own kind of treachery. And what do I mean by treachery? There are spoiler alerts. This is a recap episode. So if you haven't watched episode one and you're afraid of spoilers, stop listening to this and watch yes. the episode and then come back to us. Because uh, if, if you haven't watched it yet, uh, we're going to we're gonna spoil a lot of uh, plot points. And we're going to recap every episode. First of all, like we said, we know the drag race community. We know the drag race family so Mm -hmm. we're just telling you guys we're excited about these episodes please watch the episode then come back to us because we're gonna give you behind the scenes things i mean you know because we've been through some places we've been through some things right alec that's right that's (laughs) right we've been on the set with rupaul we've been on the runway with rupaul we have sat at the judges desks we have seen all the queens up close and personal so before anybody starts getting shady on social media (laughs) let me just establish that lonnie love and i know what we're talking about now this season there's a big twist you know they they have to make things new they have to innovate and this season's twist is no exception Mm -hmm. it's amazing rue announces that this season no one will be eliminated say what right no one will be eliminated all eight of the queens that are on the show are going to remain on the show for the entire season and you know why because they already are winners so i think it was a really good idea to not eliminate because they're all legends already so that's, that's right. like perfect. So that's the whole twist. But mm-hmm. that's going to be the rules. This is the thing. 
It's all stars. It's all winners. It's no eliminations. So That's right. This is going to be massive because these ladies know how to win. That's the thing. So that's why each week there'll be different challenges. So we're going to figure out who's going to be the queen of queens. And Alec, they upped the money. That's why they're doing this. Because they upped the money, didn't they? $200,000. Ooh, $200,000. Dollars. That could get me out of a couple jams. That's a lot of wig money. That's a lot of dress money. I love you it. You could buy a, a lot of wigs with $200,000. A lot of dresses, a lot of bedazzlers. What with would you $200, do if you won $200,000, Alec? Well, well, listen, I, I'm a big drag queen appreciator, but <laughs> um, I, I'm not a drag queen myself. So I would spend the money on either a kitchen or bathroom model. <laughs> <laughs> It would, it would involve colorful new tile of some kind. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you know, we have eight wonderful uh, queens. Let me read you the queens that are going to be on this season of All mm-hmm. Star Sevens, the all-winner season. Okay, Jada Essence Hall, Jinx Monsoon, Monet Exchange, Raja, Shea Coulee, Trinity the Tuck, The Vivian, and Evie Oddly. And so far, even before I watched it, when I found out who the queens were, you know, I had to go with my drag mom. I did Celebrity Drag Race. Um, did. And Trinity the Tuck was my, you know, drag mom. She was wonderful. Mm-hmm. She was great. My money right now is on her. What about you? Wow. Well, well, I don't have a drag mother, but I, you made me think, like, who would I want as my drag mother? And I would probably want a winner. I would probably want... Um, Bianca Del Rio. <laughs> I'm on Just Candy Muse then. <laughs> yeah. She's been selling out all over the world. So I want I want Bianca Del Rio money. Um, this episode recap coming up. There's so much to cover in episode one. We're going to be covering entrances. We're going to be covering a reading challenge, which they did right out of the gate. The maxi challenge, the first runway, and a lip sync. Oh, my goodness. It's so much in store. I am so excited to get started. Um, And just thank you to the whole RuPaul Drag Race family for allowing me to be a part of your community. It's going to be so exciting for me. It's something new. And Alec, I'm so excited to be working with you. So let's get this started. Okay, Lonnie, let's talk about the queens and their amazing entry looks. The first to enter the room was Shea Coulee. Mm-hmm. I and love her. Shea Coulee, first of all, I thought that out of the eight, it's actually it was nine, mm-hmm. that somebody would fall. Alec, nobody fell. Nobody they fell. They all came. I mean, like, they started out hot. Mm-hmm. Straight mm-hmm. up hot. Yeah. yeah. Shay comes in in this orange outfit, kind of like an orange cat suit with this close wig. And I love when she says, my drag in its purest form is a tribute to the black women in my life. I mean, I got emotional with just her saying that line. Beautiful. Really. Beautiful. And and if you if you watched her in the last All-Stars episodes, uh, the last All-Star season that she won, beautiful. It was like one amazing look after the other. And I can't wait to see what she brings this season. Next to enter the workroom, Jada Essence Hall from season 12. I love Jada. And you know what? She came to play. She really came to play. Yep. Yep. 
And Jada Essence Hall was famous because she won season 12 from her living room. It was during COVID and they had to film the season finales via Zoom. And she won a lip sync from her living room, which I think is extraordinary. Yes. Next into the uh, workroom is Evie Oddly. And we know why she's named Oddly. Because she was true to herself. She came in this hair that kept falling. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the hair, the falling hair. It was like, it was up, it's down, it's up, it's down. It was like, girl, get some hairspray. But Evie and Shay talked about the difference between the queens actually being put up for elimination and going home. So that was like a tease in that first opening part. And you know what Mm -hmm. I liked about it too? Everybody was happy to see everybody. There was a lot of camaraderie mm-hmm. in this one. It does. It didn't seem like, you know, the usual entrance looks where it's it's already a little cutthroat mm-hmm. and people are sizing each other up. These girls have traveled together. They've worked together. So there there is a camaraderie there that's kind of baked in. And I really appreciate that. I love Evie Oddly. She calls herself Queen of the Queerdos. <laughs> <laughs> because, and I love that because she is yeah. odd and she's quirky. And that's what we loved about her. And that's what made her actually win because she Mm -hmm. is that person who's herself and it shows that you can have room for the oddities and for you really being yourselves and so that's why she's a winner fourth to enter (laughs) the workroom trinity the tuck pure class such a lady such a lady okay (laughs) (laughs) you know she was raised by her grandma i know yeah that's that's part of the reason why she's so sweet and her body is unbelievable. Banging. And seeing it in person is absolutely crazy. Listen, we, we're getting so much into this conversation, Lonnie, that we've completely ignored the time and, and we have to go to a commercial break. Okay, well, let's continue this conversation after this commercial. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's full regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. And we're back. We left off on Trinity the Tuck. Yes. Let me tell you, when she walked in to the workroom, her tagline was body, body, and more body. The Holy Trinity has arrived. And she sure, because that body is still banging. It keeps banging. She had the wonderful outfit. She's just so classy and beautiful and sweet. Right. Very, very sweet. And she had the boobs, Alec. 
She had the boobs. She had boobs. For days. She did have boobs up front. And I love that she brings a story to every runway. Mm -hmm. There's like a character. There's a beginning and a middle and an end. She's always exciting to watch. Speaking of exciting, the next queen in the workroom was Monet Exchange. Have you met Monet? I have not met Monet. But, you know, the thing about Monet and Trinity, as we famously know, that they both tied. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I was a little worried in All-Star 7 because I'm like, wow, they put both of them in. So they even mentioned that whoever wins this is actually like the overall queen of queens. So that I thought queen that very interesting. Right. She came in wearing her signature plaid and then she had those big Afro puffs. I love that she takes Brooklyn straight onto the runway in a really amazing way. Coming up next, Jinx Monsoon. And we love Jinx because she's our favorite actress and comedian. And, you know, her line was, line? (laughs) (laughs) Line? I've actually seen Jinx perform live a lot. And she's a great entertainer. Oh, my goodness. I saw her cabaret show in New York City. I took my kid when he was like eight years old. Uh, he's 17 now, but he had a great time. And Jinx is the consummate entertainer. You know, she's absolutely wonderful. Jinx in looks so beautiful walking in. She had mm-hmm. this beautiful black and floral flowing gown that just moved as she moved. She had the, the yeah. flaming red hair. She was just wonderful. And she has the comedy. You know, I have a soft heart for comics. So she knows her comic timing, right. everything right. is going to be great. Because to be funny, you have to be smart. Mm-hmm. And she's so quick. Speaking of Queen of Queens, mm. Raja. Raja. Season three. And her line mm-hmm. was, did somebody call for an icon? <laughs> <laughs> because on her on her season, she came in wearing that knit cap with a giant eyeball on it. And this time, she came in with something that was kind of a callback to it. It's like she had this headdress that looked like she was in the middle of an eye. She's amazing. And she is one of the originals when we first started Mm -hmm. doing Drag Race and the show. So you're going to hear a lot of jokes about her being a legend. And, um, (laughs) you know, and I just say she's antique. And because but you have to be very careful of people that are the legends because they know their stuff and they know how to win. So Mm -hmm. you have to be careful. Mm -hmm. You can laugh and think, oh, you know, you're modern or you're young. Honey, us seasoned women, we know how to do it. And so I'm looking Mm -hmm. forward to Raja. Mm -hmm. She's going to have a 360 view of everything. And also, not too many people know this about Raja. Raja worked for years as a professional makeup artist. Mm. So her makeup, her looks are going to be on point Every single time. Last but not least, we have a visitor from across the pond, the Vivian. I loved her on UK Drag Race. I thought she was amazing. I mean, season one winner, you cannot beat that. She looked Mm -hmm. just absolutely gorgeous. She actually had her hair platinum blonde in the horns. So, you know, and that was referring to the line of long, stiff, and then the competition. (laughs) Competition. Just wonderful. And then she wore kind of bell-bottom pants, mm-hmm. which I was like, why isn't she wearing a gown? But I think there was something about the unconventionality of that that's unexpected. And one of the reasons why I like the show is these queens are always trying to take this art form and make it new mm-hmm. and make it current. So the latest looks, the latest trends are going to be in all the queens elevated mm-hmm. on this season. But there was a ninth queen that came in. <laughs> A mystery lady. A mystery lady. A ninth queen. She came in with this wide-brimmed hat, 
covering her face. And um, did you guess who it was? I could not. I was, and I actually started getting mad because I was like, okay, who the hell is under this hat? And you can even <laughs> see the other queens, they could not see because this hat was so huge. It was like, right. it was so smart to wear that. And we could not figure it out. Mm-hmm. So she did the reveal and it was Raven. Raven. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now, Raven did not win. She, she actually win. lost twice. And oh my God. that's what caused us to all go, wait a minute. We thought this was all winners. What's <laughs> happening? But this is the thing about Drag Race and RuPaul and the whole team. They always throw, you know, a curveball. So you're thinking it's all winners. But it's like, wait a minute. Raven is in it? because It, it kind of right. made sense because it's like, well, she actually got there twice but so maybe this will be the third time. So everybody was like kind of discombobulated. And then, of course, we got saved by the one and only RuPaul coming in to the workroom. And we're like, OK, mm-hmm. what is going on here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she kind of laid it out that uh, even though Raven thinks of herself as a winner and even though we think of her as a winner, she's not going to be on the show. This <laughs> she's season. not. Raven is an Emmy Award winning makeup artist. Yes. And she won the Emmy Award for doing RuPaul's makeup on Drag Race. So when you see RuPaul's flawless face, you have to know that that is the craftsmanship of Raven. Definitely. I mean, her makeup in person is like the way she works in shadow and light and dark. There's nobody better at that. Her nose contour is out of this world. Now, when Trinity did your face, was there a lot of contour? Did she do anything magical that you've kept with you to this day? Yes, Lord. She made my face slimmer. I was like, thank you. I did not know the magic of contoured and slimming. And that's the one key thing that That is the one key thing that Trinity is so great at. Slimming my face out, making it beautiful, and I just love that. And all of the queens, I mean, even when we did the Celebrity Drag Race, all the queens came in and helped us. It was myself, Tammy Roman, and um, Vanessa Williams. And they all came in and did our makeup for us for that special episode. Incredible. Was there anything that she did with your nose or your chin or your forehead that you still do to this day? Like, okay, that's a tip I'm going to use forever and ever. The thing I learned is that you have to add gold all down the middle of the nose. Gold. Gold. Because I I have brown skin. So Mm -hmm. you put gold down the middle to highlight it and then put like a little gold tip right on the tip of the nose to make the nose smaller and then you darken it on the sides of the of each side oh of the gosh. nose and it will reshape your nose. The person that does that very well too in this series is Jada. If you look at Jada's face, yeah. you know, yeah. like when he's talking and then look mm-hmm. at Jada in drag, you see uh-huh. the difference in how that nose. The nose looks ultimately smaller both are beautiful but they know how to contour excellently isn't that amazing it's just like this tiniest layer of makeup that is so transformative it's absolutely amazing so we have eight queens in the workroom i love the diversity of the season i mean we have five queens of color yes Yes. (laughs) fantastic and i i love a black queen just because my feeling is that first of all rupaul you know, it's her show. She is the definition of black girl magic. And also so much of American drag is informed by black drag. Mm. And so to have this amount of black excellence 
on the season is really, really exciting. So Rue, to break the ice, had everybody read each other. Yes. Right out of the gate. I'm like, you know what? Mama Rue knows how to stir it up early. <laughs> stir it up early. Have them read each stir other. Stir it up. Okay. What was your favorite read? Um, a Jinx Monsoon, of course, is is like a, a master reader. And I love reads that start off as a compliment. And then because it's kind of like a roundhouse punch. So it's kind of like, you know, it's the equivalent of saying to somebody, you know, I love talented drag queens. So you should be a breath of fresh air. So uh, <laughs> she did something similar to uh, Monet Exchange. She said, Monet Exchange, you're often compared to Bob the drag queen. And I, I don't think that's fair. And I don't think it's accurate. Bob the drag queen is very talented. <laughs> And that is why Jinx Monsoon won the mini the read challenge and she received twenty five hundred dollars. Wow. Now with your girlfriends, are you pretty good at reading each other? Oh. Kinda like calling each other out? It, 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 we'll get into a fight. I'm from Detroit, Alec. I don't mess I don't do that. If you start something that's gonna be yeah, something. If we start something, we're gonna end on the floor. And I'm gonna win. It's gonna be some stomping. My son, we were watching RuPaul's Drag Race one time, and, you know, my husband worked in production of RuPaul's Drag Race on Drag U. So when my son was six years old, we used to take him to the set, and he'd hang out with all the queens and everything. And he goes, he goes, Daddy, how do you read? How do you read somebody? I said, well, you have to kind of just describe what they're doing. So I said, give it a try. So my son, all six, seven years of him, said, you big, red, wide, drinking RuPaul's Drag Race watching freak. <laughs> I said, that's very good. Go to your room. <laughs> can you read? Can you really read? I can read. I can read. Yeah. I mean, as a gay man, it, it is like, it's a prerequisite. Okay, so come on. Read me right now. Come on. I, I can it, take it. I don't want to read you. You're from Detroit. <laughs> Lonnie Love, I think it's so amazing that you've done so much with your career on so little talent. <laughs> Now, that's not a read. That's a lie. No. Because I actually have a great deal of admiration for you and your career. Do you remember, you probably don't remember this, in season 13, mm -hmm. we were doing the comedy bit and Utica. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we were doing, Utica. I remember. Tried to read and she tried to do a joke on me. And I basically mm -hmm. go, Utica bombing. And when I said, <laughs> everybody lost it. Everybody. Right. That that was a doomsday event. <laughs> there was nothing left of her. It's like, you know, those Bugs Bunny cartoons where somebody puts a, a stick of dynamite in Wiley e. Coyote's mouth and then the head is just blown away. It was over. It was game over. You were really good at that. So, all right. We have the very first maxi challenge of the season. The queens will be collaborating on RuPaul's new song, Legends. They'll each have to write their own sickening verse and come up with iconic group choreography. But first... But first, Ru tells the group that he has one more legendary queen to introduce. I got so nervous because I was like, who could it be? Who's it going to be? Enter supermodel Naomi Campbell, the one, the only, the mama that knows how to walk. She knows how to talk. She does everything right. And the queens, they were shocked. They were excited. Shay is crying. Naomi is there to give the queens a model walk masterclass and to judge them. I was so excited to see. First of all, Naomi looked good. Good. She looks good. She looks good. I, I don't even know how old she is. <laughs> 
but she's been famous for like since I did the Cosby show in the 80s. Like she's been around and you would think that, oh, well, she just walks. It's more than that. I did an episode of Ugly Betty with Naomi Campbell and I saw her in person and she has the body of an alien. (laughs) Nobody has legs that long. I mean, legs. She looked like a giraffe. Like it was so, and the proportions of her body, it's kind of like a real live Barbie doll come to life. She's more than six feet Mm -hmm. tall. The legs go on forever. So it's kind of like you look at her and you go, what else would you be? If you weren't a supermodel. The way she even walked out on the runway, it was like she was floating, Alec. I mean, she had on this beautiful white suit, just calm. This is the master of all walks. So I was excited Mm -hmm. for this challenge because I wanted to see, you know, you know, what Naomi, it wasn't a challenge, but it was just Naomi, you know, judging their walks, seeing how they were going to do. And the first one that walked out was Jada. Mm -hmm. A good walk. Mm -hmm. Um, what I liked about Naomi is that as they were walking, you could look and see the love in her face. Like, you right. could see if she really wasn't feeling someone's walk. Like, Monet, she said, you know, you walk a little too fast, honey. You know, and, you, and your yeah, feet. Yeah. Your f- <laughs> and don't shuffle your feet. You don't shuffle your feet. And also, she was looking at the walks, like, as they applied to each queen. Yes. Like, she said to Evie Oddly, you know, you're weird. <laughs> and you walked weird. And it suits you. So stick with it. Jada Essence Hall was asked by Naomi Campbell, who taught you how to walk? Where'd you learn how to walk? And she goes, I learned from you. Mm. That was beautiful. And Shay had a similar moment when she walked out and Naomi said, it's just, you were just perfect. You were just perfect. And that caught Shay Coulee completely off guard. She did not know what to say. You know, that moment was the first time we all started crying, but I literally started crying too, because I know what Mm -hmm. it's like. I'm crying right now thinking about it Mm. to meet your heroes and your hero says you're doing good. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. the thing about this show. Yeah. Yeah. Is that you will find moments that you didn't think matter and it matters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Significant. Have you ever had an opportunity where you lost it meeting one of your heroes? All the time. I mean, Idris Elba, Mm -hmm. Viola Davis, Aretha Franklin. I mean, it's just so many people, you know, growing up in Detroit, Diana Ross. That was the ultimate for me was Diana. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing her in person with me. Oh, Lonnie, you're crying. That's beautiful. I love that vulnerability. With me, it was Whoopi Goldberg. Really? Because I saw Whoopi Goldberg's solo show in college when I was feeling like I'm never going to make it. I don't know where I belong in this business. And I saw her kill it on stage and nobody expected her. Nobody expected her. And so when I was on The View, I told her everything I've ever wanted to tell her, like in the span of (laughs) Two seconds. And it was like Shay had a similar experience. She was crying and it was very, very moving. But it also tells you about RuPaul because even RuPaul had a moment with Naomi and saying, I can remember when we were in New York and he was in the clubs. And this tells you how far he has come to whereas Mm -hmm. someone like a supermodel like Naomi Campbell says, I'm going to take time to come and help you with your show and look at these queens. That tells you the power. And we've been on the show. I know. (laughs) I know. We've walked the same runway that Naomi has walked. I didn't walk like... I know. That's incredible. (laughs) I love it. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Me. 
Breakfast Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. And we're back. So uh, we have our very first workroom segment. And I love it when the queens de-drag on the show, Mm -hmm. you know, when the new seasons start. So the queens start to de-drag and they're talking about their strategies. Jada says she can play it more risky and show the audience a new side of them because no one's going home. And she had a moment that moved me where she said that she felt like since she had won during COVID that she didn't get to really do the victory lap. To kind of like go to drag con and meet all the fans and hit the road. And so she was very moved to be in the company of all the queens and to to be included. This is why we like the work room and the Mm de-dragging. Because this is when you see the vulnerabilities. This is when you see who's getting along with who. But to be honest with you, Allie, I didn't think about it. I'm like, if they're all winners, what's going to happen? So now they're starting to form alliances because, Mm. you know... You got to figure it out because what we we didn't explain was that what is the whole kicker, Alec, with this? Rue announces no one will be eliminated this season. Instead, the queens will compete in challenges to test their charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. The top two queens of the week will each be awarded a legendary legend star and lip sync for their legacy. The winner will receive a cash tip of $10,000 plus the power to block one of the fellow queens from receiving a legendary legend star the following week. And the queens with the most legendary legend stars at the end of the series, those two will be facing off with each other in the grand finale. Now, what I like about this is that no one will be eliminated. That's great. But also... Mm-hmm. The one winner from the top two will receive a cash tip of $10,000 plus the power to block one of the other queens for next week, which is genius because now it's like you get to see all your favorite queens because I don't want to see mm-hmm. Trinity if she goes home or Monet. Right. I don't want to see that. So this is yeah. what's genius about this. But like I said, once we got into the workroom, they started talking and they started thinking, well, we got to come up with a strategy because right. like if the lowest person is getting a badge, that's not what you want. You want to block the good person. 
You want to block your competition. Like every year they have that segment of like, which queen should go home and why? Mm -hmm. And nobody ever says the correct answer. No. Nobody ever says, Bianca Del Rio should go home because she's my biggest competition. And this gives them a chance to play that strategy. And also it forces all of them to be good sports for the entire run. Yeah, but then what's going to happen is feelings are going to get hurt because every week someone's going to be blocked. So somebody's going to get in their feelings. And that's where the drama may happen. Oh, Oh my gosh. So they're working on the first challenge. Trinity tells Shay that as a group, they've decided Shay should do the choreo and the queens get to work. Yes. And this was like really, really impressive because sometimes you'll have a season where not everybody can dance. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can perform. Not everybody can sing. And each and every one of these queens are all amazing performers. Because they're all winners. This is the beauty all of All Star 7. Yeah. They're all winners. So they they all know some type of dance. They're, they're all going to be great. Um, but Shay did a good job because at first I was a little like, oh, what's going to happen? That You know, right, everybody right. was trying to tell everybody what to do. Everybody was trying to throw in their thing. And then they mm-hmm. finally came together and decided on certain moves to make this challenge happen. Right. And that seems to be part of the challenge, too, right? Like kind of getting it done, kind of putting your personal feelings aside and just participating in the challenge and let somebody choreograph this. So uh, Shay says the group is good and it's the most fun they've ever had for our first challenge. And this is where we really find to start to see that there are alliances being mm-hmm. formed. Did you see Trinity and Monet yes. confer? Well, Monet told Trinity, look, they expect us to not like each other because we tied. So why don't mm-hmm. we form an alliance and trick them? So this is the strategy, you know? And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't think about it like that. And so mm-hmm. I'm, like, afraid of what the drama... Because I love them all, Alec. I love them all. I know, I know, I know. But I think alliance forming is a good strategy mm-hmm. if it's with somebody you trust. I mean, I would hate it if I formed an alliance with you and you went against it. <laughs> That's what It I'm would saying. be like a doomsday event dynamite in the mouth it would be over so what was funny was uh monet and trinity were talking about forming alliance and then jinx came along and then they completely changed the subject yeah because yeah. jinx was like i heard you guys are forming an alliance they were like no we, we, were, we were looking at the the, the trees we we're looking at the trees so you know yeah. we're looking at the trees but what i also liked during that moment was that the queen started talking about how much they looked up to raja But they also started making jokes about her age, which Mm -hmm. to me, you know, that's experience. And she's Mm -hmm. a legend. And, you know, don't take it for granted because she has the experience and she knows how to win. Right. Don't sleep on Raja. And also, she's been hosting RuPaul's Drag Race fashion photo review Mm -hmm. all of these years on the YouTube. So she's studying all of this, mm-hmm. you know, and she's ready to bring all of her skills to the runway, to the main stage. Ugh. So here we go to the main stage. This is also my favorite part of the show. Kind of each each time that RuPaul comes on for the finale, for the main stage, it's like opening a Christmas present. Definitely. Yeah. You know why? Because first of all, I'm going to see what RuPaul is wearing. I have to. Mm-hmm. That's like, mm-hmm. I don't care how Many times it happens. I want to see it because it's something new. It's something uh-huh. different. And when I tell you that look that RuPaul had, whoo, it was awesome. She has this gigantic hair, which is always great. Platinum blonde. And it almost looks crimped. 
It's really beautiful. And then she has this cat suit, but it's not just any cat suit. It has, it's multicolored. It is in stripes of orange and turquoise and raspberry. (laughs) And every time she comes out in something, it's like, there's so many reasons why this shouldn't work, but it does. It works so well. I mean, even with her skin tone and the makeup, it's like a work of art. And so Mm -hmm. she walks out, she introduces the special guest judge, which is Cameron Diaz, who I love. Cameron Diaz. love Cameron Diaz. She looks great. Oh my goodness, she looks so great. She looks great. And then we have also our regular judges, Michelle Mm -hmm. Visage, who I love and adore. Mm -hmm. And also Carson Kressley is there for this moment. Carson's there. Absolutely. So great. So much fun. The whole RuPaul's Drag Race family is in place. But before we do the actual walk, there is a performance. And it came out of nowhere because Cameron was saying, Ru, I'm a big fan of your music. And RuPaul says, well, I have a brand new song and I can sing it right now. And she proceeds to do just that, an amazing number with Go-Go Boys. And the song is called Give Them What They Want. So much fun. And you know what I love about Ru's music is that you can automatically dance to it. It makes you feel happy. And he's going to have some fine men mm-hmm. dancing. I love the Go-Go it. go Boys. I love it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The Go-Go Boys. There's always, he's really good at the earworm, you know, kind of like, you know, Call Me Mother and Catwalk and everything, Glamazon. So Rue performs, the place goes crazy. And then we get to see the queens perform in their their, uh, verses in Legends. The big number. Now, usually there's a big number in the finale, like right before the finale, like the top four perform in a song with their own verses. But this time, all eight of them performed. And it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. The person that had me cracking up the Mm -hmm. most was Trinity the Tuck, because Trinity didn't know any of her verse. (laughs) (laughs) She said that. And I rewatched it again. And I was like trying to, she looked like she you know knew why? her verse. Because she kept, she kept moving and grooving. I mean, the one thing about Trinity right, the Tuck right. is that she knows how to move. She had the guys lifting her up, was carrying her around. It didn't yeah. matter about the verse because she was, she was able to, she was so beautiful and so captivating that it really didn't even matter. Right, you know? right. Yeah. They were all pretty strong, but the one who really leapt out at me right away was Monet. It's like when her verse came on, she seemed like she was really taking charge. Like, this is my wheelhouse. I'm going to sing. I'm going to rap. And what I loved about this number was they had all learned it in a day, but it seemed like they'd already been performing it on the road. And they got the choreography together. It was really, really good. And I'm glad that they were able to get that together. And it showed that they could work. All the outfits were banging. I mean, you could tell Mm -hmm. these are queens. It's like nobody was lacking when it came to that performance and the outfits. But the next thing that they had to do was the runway category, which was, I'm crowning. I am crowning. (laughs) How great is that? They're all queens, so they're crowning. They are crowning. So uh, the the looks, this is again, you got to bring your A game. Yeah, I remember like during the second season of UK Drag Race when RuPaul says, I don't want to see anything from (laughs) (laughs) H&M. So right out the gate, Raja comes out just as Louis the Fourteenth, Louis Quatorze. She has this whole Versailles outfit, and it is unbelievable. I mean, classic, just yeah. a classic look 
for someone like Raja. And this is what yeah. I'm talking about when I say experience. Knows how to play with the theme. Knows how to make it campy. Right. Very, very good. Next was Jinx. Jinx Monsoon. Came oh. out kind of like in this queen, almost like a, a Elizabethan outfit. She had this huge gold crown and this uh, a very wide, almost looked like it had a hoop skirt on it in this kind of royal oranges and reds. But she had an Angelina Jolie slit up the side. So she was able to poke that leg out. And that modernized the outfit. When I say that that was one of the most beautiful outfits that I have ever seen. I mean, just well done. But this next one, oh my God. straight up, Monet Exchange had a queen tracksuit, but then her hair was braided in a way that it was like a crown. Yes. When I say that Monet Exchange knows how to take the culture and put it into the fashion. Mm-hmm. This is why we watch Drag mm-hmm. Race. Because mm-hmm. we want people to embrace who they are. We want people to embrace their cultures. And this was one of the most standout outfits yeah. out there. Yeah. Just just beautiful. It reminded me of like when Simone, during her season, would it put her culture into... Remember that do-rag train that yes. she had in the back. So she comes out in this tracksuit, which, and she incorporates a bustle and a crown. So she looked like Queen's royalty. She's in these high heeled Timberland boots. So cute. Next up, the pageant queen, Trinity, did not disappoint. That train took up the entire stage. The entire, I thought it was the stage. <laughs> where's the stage the stage just yeah. disappeared yeah and of course she couldn't walk in the dress i mean mm-hmm. she could walk in it but it was really hard to right. walk in it but this is why we love trinity the tuck because we know she's gonna come she's gonna come fierce it was just a beautiful outfit um beautiful. Beautiful. it reminded me of uh rihanna's met ball remember that yellow train that went on forever it looked like a giant omelet like this purple velvet train went on forever and ever and then she had this she had fringe on her forearms so yes. she had to hold her arms out the side absolutely beautiful it was so cool look like a she looks like a blue crush velvet candle holder yeah <laughs> it was incredible <laughs> next up evie oddly and it was oddly it was beautiful though <laughs> yeah She's true to herself. Describe what it was because it was like a, uh, it was multicolored. When you were kids, you ever like melt a bunch of crayons, (laughs) like (laughs) to tie dye or something? It looked like she took an entire bunch of crayons, but she has these epaulets on her shoulders. There's melted crayons on the shoulder pads, on the bodice. I mean, it's very, very short. She has these heelish shoes, like the the front part of the platform's in front. So all her weight is on her toes and everything is done up in this melted crayon pattern. And it's, it's true to who she is, but it's impeccable. You know Definitely. what I mean? It's and one way to have an idea. It's one thing to have an idea, but if you can't execute it like this, then it's not going to read. And the thing is, is that she has legs for days yep. and had this beautiful crayon crown. So she was crowning in crayon. That's what we're going to say. Love okay. it. Crowning in crayon, queen of the queerdos. Next up, the Vivian. What kind of modern? Now, I have to be honest. I wasn't. I didn't quite get this right away because mm-hmm. of the burlap. I think it was an unconventional material. But at the same time, it was very modern. See, I thought, wow, that's something I can wear. See, (laughs) 
I like burlap. You like burlap? <laughs> you just wrap it around and it goes for days. Yeah, you don't have to worry about getting it stained or anything. You put it right in the wash. Uh, she had burlap all over and she had this beautiful crown and everything was kind of in different shades of white in eggshell and, and her nails went on forever. She had a scepter. She did look very royal. Very royal, very queen. This is, you know, this is UK. So mm-hmm. the UK knows about royalty. Mm-hmm. So we didn't expect anything less. Next up, we have Jada Essence Hall. Oh, <sighs> my gosh. This braided wig she wore. She wore this uh, almost like Marie Antoinette, but it was made out of braids, which I love. I love any kind of acknowledgement or salute to black hair. Absolutely beautiful. And and the crown, uh, her wig is so high, she has a tiny little crown perched on the top. So it was cute. so beautiful. And the way she flowed in that gown, it was beautiful. It was purple with white trim. Right. Skin was glistening. Just beautiful. But the last queen to come through. Oh, Shay. Oh, my gosh. See, what people don't know is when you see drag race in person, like you and I have. Yes. The runway is a full performance. It's it's performance art. And what Shay did was she created this whole character of this Nubian queen. And she comes out with this crown of braids. Her neck is covered in rings. And this beautiful, I wouldn't call it a caftan, but it was flowing. And it was all a, in different patterns and everything. She looked like royalty. It gave me vibes of Queen Nefertiti. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. with the hair, with the skin, the makeup, even the false ear. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that she put in that matched the dress was mm-hmm. just wonderful. And then the gold neck piece simply beautiful simply stunning for this to be the very first runway look all of the queens did so well i was so proud of them very much so all killer no filler so the pressure on all of them to bring their a game must be enormous so the top two queens ended up being um shea coulee and monet exchange i saw that coming i I could kind of call that did you how about you you know, I really thought it was going to be somebody different. I I knew it was going to be Shay, mm-hmm. but I also thought it would be the Vivian. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I yeah. thought. But I wasn't mad. I wasn't. But then I, I had to remember because, you know, being a judge, you have to judge both the runway look and the performance. And that's so right. Monet Exchange killed the performance as well as her look. So I think that is the reason why the judges went with those as the top two. So then because of that, we had the lip sync. And I love this lip sync challenge. I love the song. It was Old MacDonald Had a Farm by Ella Fitzgerald. This right. is a classic. I can yep. remember this as a girl and my grandma playing Ella Fitzgerald. And for them to do this was an homage to Ella Fitzgerald. But yeah. it's also comical. I yeah. loved the lip sync. I loved it. And I love that, you know, there's going to be people who are hearing Ella Fitzgerald, the young kids, for the very first time. So again, you know, you're going to learn something. They were both great in the lip sync. Shay always slays in her lip sync. Monet is hysterical. I've been a fan of hers ever since she did that very first lip sync where she pretended that she was about to do a death drop and decided not to at the very last minute. But uh, the winner of this week, chosen by RuPaul, was Shea Coulee. And you know what? Shea Coulee gets $10,000. But also, remember, there's the twist. She had to block someone. And so what she did was she went down the line to each queen 
Oh, oh, she's given oh, a, a separate oh, plunger. Yes. <laughs> it's she's like given a, a golden plunger <laughs> to give to the person that she is blocking. Can right. get it, block, get a plunger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to bedazzle my plunger tonight. I want one of my very own. Um, so she goes down the line and they're all looking at her like, I love you. Please don't mm-hmm. block me. The person she ends up blocking is Trinity the Tuck. Now, why do you think she did that? Because Trinity, in, in all likelihood, seems like somebody who could win the next challenge mm-hmm. or who would be in the top two next week. So I think that she chose her because she was fierce competition, kind of like strategizing into who can I block? Who who seems most likely to get a badge next week? And um, it could be anybody, but she picked Trinity. Now, the thing is, next week, Trinity can perform and Mm -hmm. she can still win challenges. It's just that she will not be allowed to get a badge. I know. But if somebody picked me, I would be Mm -hmm. hell bent on winning the next challenge. Because mm. I was watching with my husband last night. And he's like, well, if you're in, on next week and you're not going to get a badge, why even bother? Why? And I was like, no, revenge. Yeah, it's revenge and the money. You get the money, the money, too. 10,000 yeah. bucks. Yeah, I could use that. I could use 10,000 bucks. That mm-hmm. would get me out of a couple jams. We have so much more tea to pour, and we're going to do that right after this break. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Well, you know, I think this is like set the tone for the rest of the season. It's going to be so exciting. And all the queens are going to be on the entire season. And we will have some come on. Even though they're not being eliminated, let's try to get some of them to come on and talk about their experience. And mm-hmm. because they are queens, they've been performing. They've been doing all kinds of projects. So this is our moment to get nosy with them as well. So That's I'm just right. excited that we right. are going to be together, Alec, doing this. I and know. I get to watch one of my favorite shows. I know. And talk about it with you. And talk about it. That's our job. I mean, this is my dream job, basically. Um, okay, Lonnie, I don't know if you're a gambling woman or not, but if you were to bet who was going to win this season, oh. who would it be? Mm. Mm. Oh. You know, I know you have sentimental choices. I know who you're fond of, but yes. who do you think's going to win? Yes. 
I have, you know, my drag mother, Trinity the Tuck, mm-hmm. is my sentimental favorite. Okay. But something is leading me, if I had to bet, mm-hmm. I would say Raja. I think really? Raja's going to come through. I think she's going to come through. Yeah. I'm, I'll uh, bet on that. I'll bet. Okay, let's make it interesting. Let's say um, I'm betting on Jinx Monsoon. Mm. because just she always pulls ahead. She's like a racehorse who kind of like is a little kind of wobbly coming out of the gate. But in her season, she really pulled ahead. But um, who would I put money on? Oh, I I put money on Shea Coulee. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about Shea. I would put money on Shea Coulee. So if your money's on Raja, mm-hmm. my money's on Shea Coulee, and the bet is like, let's say, the loser has to treat the winner to a Manny Petty. Because oh. I, I need a Manny Petty oh, well, really bad. Oh, let me change bad. my... Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to like go to like some Beverly Hills salon where it's like $3,000. No, it has to be like, you know, full of Asian women who look like me. That's the quality of salon it has to be. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Raja is for me, definitely. Okay. Shea right. Coulee for Shea you. Coulee. You yeah. got a bet, buddy. All right, it's on. This isn't your grandpa's podcast. This is the all-new, all-fantastic, all-fabulous Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. So tune in next time to get all the tea on RuPaul's Drag Race. Where can people find you on your socials, Lonnie? They can find me at comic Lonnie Love on Instagram, Lonnie Love on Twitter. And you know what? Next week is going to be exciting because it's Snatch Game! Snatch Game! Where can we find you, Alec? You can find me at Alec Mappa on Instagram and Twitter. I tried being on TikTok, but I feel like I'm too old. No, I feel like I just don't want to watch teenagers do dances over and over. I'm not judging if you're on TikTok. God bless you. It's just not for me. Listen, we love you. Uh, we, you're our school friends. You're a part of this experience, and we want to share this season with you. Uh, if you go online, show the queens some love. Yes, definitely. Yes, and, and tell them that you appreciate their journey and all the artistry they bring you week after week. And tune in next week. We'll bring you more tea on Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. If you liked this episode, rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and tell a friend, a squirrel friend. <laughs> Catch new episodes of All Stars Season 7 on Paramount Plus and on Wow Presents Plus in the UK. And we'll see you back here next Monday for an all new episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.